People, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show. Here I am today on, what is it? This is the 31st. Oh my goodness. So tomorrow, you're telling me tomorrow's the first? Guys, man, I just want to welcome you back. And you know what? This is the last episode of this New Year's. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the last episode of 2018. I am just amazed what has become of me. Of course, you guys are going to hear the other podcast in terms of, you know, New Year's, you know, what what happened over the course of this amount of years and this and that. So I'm just going to leave that all for them. But you know what? I just want to focus on this today. All right, Stephen Covey's episode 11, core two. We're getting into core number two, guys. This revolves around intent. What is the intent? You know what? Stephen Covey wrote in his book something very important that I think would resonate with a lot of us. In terms of NGOs versus politicians. But before I get into this, I'm going to give you guys some bullet points. Why these things... Why does... Why is intent so important? One, intent actually matters. Right? Because it grows out of character. While we tend to judge ourselves by our intent, we tend to judge others by their behavior. We also tend to judge others' intent... Oh, I'm sorry. Others' intent. Based on our own paradigms and experience, our perception of intent also has a huge impact, of course, on trust. And people often distrust us because of the conclusions they draw about what we do. Why? Because it all comes back down to our intent. If we could declare our intent from the beginning, we can avoid all this craziness that I'm actually talking about. So here it is. It's a nice little quote, of course, in Stephen Covey's book. He talked about the World Economic Forum. And this specific agency does a worldwide uh, annual worldwide study comparing the amount of, you know, trust between, you know, various institutions, right? So I'm talking about the governments, the companies, the local companies, you know, the smaller ones, whatever you want to call it. Guess who comes out on top every year? NGOs. Those national and international non-profit, right? The non-governmental organizations. And, and they're always involved, of course, in addressing social issues such as, like, health, human rights, the environment, whatever it may be. But guess who comes consistent? I'm sorry. Guess who comes consistently in last place all the time? You guessed it. Politicians. So why? And it's it, Of course, we could all, you know, demonstrate and say, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense because we know how it is. Da, 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 da. But let's just ask the question first. So why are NGOs so high and politicians are so low? They still have, they both have strong capabilities. They have the track records. But the problem is, but they, to some extent, politicians have integrity issues. So if we look at like, a, you know, politicians and integrity issues, we would have to look at it in terms of what their intent is. Are they doing it for, of course, political fame? Are they doing it to get the upper hand on other people? You know, I realized this when, of course, uh, Barack Obama was inaugurated. And when he was inaugurated back in January of 2009, he gave such a compelling speech. I really thought it was going to be the change of America. He was talking about a woman that was actually voting. And she was about 90 plus years old. He was like, can you imagine that? She was there when the Berlin Wall, you know, through the Alabama Montgomery, you, you know, the Montgomery boycott, uh, I'm sorry, boycott. Uh, the, the, what is it, the policeman, the Caucasian policeman down in the African-Americans out there. She lived through it all. Pretty amazing, huh? Even World War II, the Vietnam War, everything. 
You know what? It was such a compelling speech that I said, you know what, man? I have all my trust in here because why? He was speaking from the heart. But then, of course, over eight years, we just didn't see. We just saw the same old. Well, I don't know. I don't really I don't care about politics because, again, it's like a puppet with the strings. I have nothing. I cannot control anything of it. Therefore, I do not give a damn. But then. Of course, America's newly elected president. And you see so many things in terms of this and that that has happened over the course of three years. And I still remember that day where he actually beat Hillary Clinton. I said, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Let's see where it goes. And then, of course, I, you know, there was one guy at my gym. He said, oh, man, I'm so happy because Donald Trump is going to bring change, this and that. And I said, listen, it's either going to be a triumph or catastrophe. That's all I said because I really didn't care. I just knew lies are lies. All I care about is to trust. If you don't, if, it's kind of like this. If you said the car is blue and then I get a black car, how can I trust you? That's all I predicate everything off. I don't give a damn about politics. I don't give a damn about this or that. I just found out that, again, there was a lot of things that he said before about this and that. And then you guys could all bring it into fruition about, ooh, how can I trust people like him? Vladimir Putin's another one, right? A lot of Russians probably don't trust him. The Turkish president. A lot of people don't trust. These are all politicians, regardless. Regardless if you do or don't, or if you're this or that, right? We left. I don't give a damn. Do you trust them? Do you trust them with all your might? They're not the Maldivian government. Whereas they are, they look heavily after their own people, which is pretty remarkable. They're not the fit, you know, the Finnish government. Okay, not the Singaporean government. Not the Swedish government, the Norwe- you know, the Norwegian, the Danish governments. We're not talking about those. We're talking about other, uh, you know, other bodies around the world. So, guys, if you look at it this way, I'm going to give you a quote. Like each of the other cores, intent is vital to trust. We don't know. We know what people's intent is before they even do it. It just feels like, you know, you know what's about to happen before it happens. You could see it in someone's eye before it happens, and you're like, I know his intent is in the wrong area. It's kind of like this, guys. I saw a guy at the airport. It didn't really matter, but he was Jewish. Jewish coming to Thailand. Doesn't make really much sense, right? And I'm like, okay. So I was looking, and hey, by all means, I'm just telling you. Just giving you guys a nice little, you know, what I saw with my own eyes. Girl walks by, and it looked like he was having sex with her with his eyes. He was looking at her up, down, up, down, up, down. He kept on breathing very heavily. This is in the airport line. Do you, what do you think his intent is? Just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe his intent was completely different. Maybe I'm completely prejudging someone based on what my past exper- uh, experiences have been here in Thailand. Maybe, like, I know what the intent is for men over 50 here. No offense. It doesn't matter what, what color. It doesn't matter. Men over 50. If you come here. And you're in those particular areas where I know they are, and they always are. You guys can go down there if you want to see it yourselves. I know what the intent is. What are they here for? If you go down to the slum areas, if you see a man, anyone over 60 there trying to give away free aid, and they're doing this and doing that, they're trying to exploit the weak there. What do you think their intent is? What do you think the intent is of these types of men that actually go to Cambodia? Come on, Cambodia, 71% living in poverty. Let's be honest. A lot of people will say, oh, there are some ultra-rich. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about the overwhelming population. Extremely impoverished. Just saying, this is what I see with my own eyes. I know the intent before I see it. But you know what? Some Thai people out here that I live in my condo with, they see me, and they're like, his intent's in the good place. It's in a good place. 
They see me wearing my suits. They see me working out. They see me running after this and after that and being very generous and being this and that. And they're like, that's a good guy. They've got no problem. And you know what? That intent, with that trust that they have with me, they're not like the other people in the, the outer skirts of Thailand. What do I mean by that? When I walk down a hall, I was actually telling uh, Luke this on Motivational Mentors. When I walk down the hall in some of these places, people would hurry up and see me. They would run back inside their uh, apartment and they would hurry up, shut the door and lock it twice. Wait for me to pass by, then they open it again so they could leave. Here in Thailand, they leave the doors open. I'm sorry, not Thailand. Here in this player, this area that I'm living in, in Bangkok, they leave the doors open. They leave them cracked. They don't give a damn. They leave them wide open. And people look at me through those doors. And I just keep on walking. They don't close it. They don't lock it. They don't hurry to, you know, hurry up and do this and that. Mm -mm, they don't care. Because they know my intent is in a good place. When you can establish a trust with, with neighbors and strangers like that, that means your credibility and your integrity is very, very high. See, a person with integrity and capability and results, if they have poor intent, I mean, it's going to be, your, your motive is going to be suspect. Your motives are going to be suspect. Now, of course, I'm going to talk to you guys more about this in the next episode, but let's, let's just look at it this way. Maybe he or she wants to win, right? They want the results, even at the expense of others. See, you could have three of those cores, but if one is in the wrong place, such as results, you lose. Others can sense that. And so, on the other hand, a person of good intent without the other three cores, integrity, capability, and results, would be a caring person who is dishonest or cowardly, with no developed talents or skills and no track record. So let me give you guys these five bullet points to ponder. Of course, actionable steps, as I always do in every podcast. How often do you discount what someone says because you are suspicious about that person's intent? What kind of taxi... Is your organization paying, or is your job paying, or is your household paying, or whatever it is paying, because a particular group of people don't trust the other particular group of people's intent? And if you think about it, remember I talked about speed and cost. What's the speed and cost of everything? It slows down heavily, doesn't it? The process goes very, very slowly. Why? Because they're looking at everything. You know, there were a lot of people that ended up, you know, checking a lot of things in my background. Uh, over the course of two months because they didn't trust me because I was a color guy when I applied for jobs. You see what I mean? They completely don't trust me. So if I actually get into that job, I would be scrutinized heavily. What kind of tax are you paying because you are suspicious of other people's motives? What kind of tax are you paying because people question your own intent? And what can you do to improve and better communicate your intent? Those are your questions for today, guys. And with that being said, stay tuned for the next one, baby. We're getting into motives and the other things. It's getting real sexy, so stay tuned with me. Guys, have a very, very safe, uh, happy New uh, What is it? New Year's out there. It's probably the 30th in some parts of the world, but this is the last podcast uh, of this year. And I'm so grateful for all of you who have tuned in for me for such a long time. I just can't be thankful enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And guys, stay tuned for more, man. Got so many great things coming up. So, guys, stay tuned for more. And as always, I'm your host, Arsenio, over and out.